Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one futuristic page of Talmud every day. Because in today's page, Nadarim 85, I read one line and it took me on a real magical mystery tour. Have a listen. Shmuel said, The halacha is in accordance with the opinion of Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri. The Gemara asks, Is this to say that Shmuel maintains that a person can consecrate an entity that has not yet come into the world? Rabbis are discussing the situation, which what if you basically make a vow or a nether about something that doesn't exist yet, some future condition, something that is ephemeral, mysterious, and it doesn't take a lot of imagination to realize that we are already living in this kind of strange reality because a lot of the assets that are worth the most in our current economy are things that, strictly speaking, have not yet come into the world. Things like NFTs or cryptocurrency or all kinds of other digital assets that are worth billions and yet, really, do they truly exist? I don't know. I am very confused, which is why it gives me great pleasure to turn to my great friend, the rabbi, the thinker, the futurist, the leader of Tech Tribe, Mordechai Lightstone. Welcome back to the show. Hi, Leon. Thank you so much for having me on today. I really appreciate it. So as the rabbi of the future, uh, help me grapple with this here. When we think about digital assets, when we think about things that technically have not yet come into the world, as today's page asks us to do, how should we think about these things? All right, that's a, that's a great question. And I think a lot of the interesting things, I mean, I guess there's two ways to approach this. There's the strictly halakhic understanding of what cryptocurrency is and what NFTs are and things like that. Um, things which are, you know, a little difficult to, to, to grapple with, especially since I'm not actually very intimately familiar with how blockchain works beyond kind of, you know, someone who just eases it a little bit. But I think what's of interest to me personally I think maybe even just your audience as well, is what I think is the interesting conundrum of the idea of NFT and the lesson that I see in it in Judaism, at least. So first of all, for the benefit of those of our listeners who aren't as forward-thinking as you are, in 20 seconds or less, describe NFTs. Right, so NFT is, it stands for non-fungible token. It's this idea that using this, a separate technology, an idea called blockchain, which is a way to create uniqueness in the digital world. Normally speaking, if I have a book, into my hand, then you can't hold it because it's in my hand, right? So maybe we hold it together, but you know, it's a unique item that takes up space. Online, in the digital world, things can be copied any number of times. So that that book can be copied, you know, over and over and over again. People can pirate it, people can keep it out, they can distribute it. It's not limited by space. What blockchain does is it says that it allows uniqueness to exist in a digital space. And the NFT is saying, I want to take that code that says this is unique and apply it to a piece of art or really, a, you know, a URL that's associated with art and be able to give uniqueness to images online. That's kind of the kindergarten level, I guess. This is what works for me. Incredible. All right, back to our halachic world. Right. So I think it's fascinating for me. actually kind of stems from what I felt initially was what disappointed me about NFTs. Um, I, I, the reason I, I guess that I qualified in any degree to speak about this is because I, I've had two projects associated with them in the past uh, two years or so. One was the NF Torah, which is still online, nftorah.com. And it was the idea of selling art associated with the Parsha. We'd be able to write an actual Torah scroll in Jerusalem and then have the Torah scroll go out, one to our Chabad house, to Tech Tribe in New York, another one to a community in Israel. And that was the first idea. 
And the second one was um, the world's first NFC menorah, which was a real physical menorah, which had a QR code. And scanned the QR code, meaning one of those barcodes, that if you scanned it, it would then create and then allow you to purchase an NFT, which had encoded within it the ability to 3D print the image that you saw. So when you bought the image, you were getting instructions to create that image in real life via 3D printing. So those are the two projects that I did. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, um, this would not have been possible without partners were much more technologically savvy than I was in terms of how to pull these ideas off. What I think you know was interesting to me was this idea of creating uniqueness online in a world that everything is instantly replicable and to try and you know use it to create a unique Jewish experience and a unique Jewish and a mix of that actually has a real world application. That's kind of how I came into this space. What kind of frustrated me the way I've seen it develop as of late is that it always felt like it was this big cash grab. It was this, you know, like people like, oh, you got to buy the NFTs because it's going to be worth a lot of money, and I'm going to get that money, you know, use that money to become really rich and get a Lamborghini, and then I'm going to buy a Lamborghini for my kid, and which is great. I'm not, you know, I mean, I don't know if I necessarily want a Lamborghini, but I'm, I, you know, it, it's I'm not pooping the idea of making money off of NFTs, but to me, it felt like it was all about the money. It kind of disappointed me as a rabbi, who obviously has pursued a life career which is not focused on on bringing in the big bucks. You know, it was kind of like, you know, why are we selling ourselves short about the potential this technology offers? But I think there's a lesson in this in my mind, uh, and that's as follows, that when you do a mitzvah, it may appear to you to be like something that doesn't exist in the world yet, right? It's not here. It's not around us. It's just this, you know, I, I put on tefillin with some brother. I, I wrap it on my arms. I like Shabbat candles with the fire. The real spiritual dividends that we get from this aren't visible to our eyes right away. But the reality is that what we're doing is we're unlocking something that's incredibly unique, that if a person does a mitzvah right here, right now, that mitzvah, you know, exists in perpetuity as moment of connection with the divine. So, you know, I may have messed up yesterday, I may mess up tomorrow, but right now, in this moment, I did a mitzvah, that's a unique bond to God, it's infinite and everlasting and indelible and then entered into the galactic blockchain, if you want to call it that way, <laughs> you know, of all the good deeds, you know, the legend that exists above, you know, it entered in there that we did some unique and special and good. And the path of that is not even you know, the big bucks that you get in the Lamborghini or whatever, it, it's it's the connection. And so to me, that's what I think is kind of inspiring. Rabbi Mordechai Lightstone, thank you so much for this illuminating and very, very real lesson. Thank you for being our guest. Thank you. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And get your Take One merch, t-shirts, mugs, and other great stuff at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Roske, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Tanya Singer, Courtney Hazlett, Robert Scarmucha, and Mark Oppenheimer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.